Hello. Bo is not eating Skittles. You're welcome, America. No, stop it. <laughs> he had a big old mouthful of Skittles. And I will later. And then he Skittles started the podcast. And I was like, you can't do that. So, and then and then Mr. Bittner here decided yeah. to bring it really far down. Yeah. Not as far down as you brought it before, but well, it's all right. Anyway. Uh, yeah, we're not going to talk no. about that. Uh, welcome to another week of Two Tones Podcast. I'm going to sneeze. Excuse me. Usually there's three. Okay, I guess just two. Sorry. <laughs> I was waiting because there's usually three. Um, well, when you're in your 30s, you you understand your body a little bit more. Yeah. Um, now I'm just going to be stuffed up. Anyway, um, welcome back. So we talk about two tunes. Yeah. Uh, this week relates to last week a little bit because... Yeah, but at the end. Because you're end? first. Oh, okay. Well, like the second half or whatever. Yeah. So, But yeah, we've got some, some related... Mm-hmm. stuff i guess what did i pick oh okay got what i picked for a second uh this is probably the most uh mainstream episode as far as artists like i play i did do a lipa a number yeah. of weeks ago which was probably like current like, current most mainstream would you say uh yeah fair. because i mean i t- i I, I brought sure. weezer weezer Hell. nine inch nails and different things but, oh, yeah. but uh, yeah they're, they're old no yeah, yeah but even like so you're going to talk about reliant k but like Mm-hmm. they are sort of back or like back in the zeitgeist a little bit i guess like never went away i don't know their history i guess you'll talk about it a little bit but like a little bit but i mean you you pick like their biggest single yeah i guess so i guess that's kind of where i'm going with it of like yeah we you know yes we've played weezer yes we played nine inch nails yes we played some some pretty big groups and stuff but like i mean you picked i don't know one of the biggest songs of 2004 uh i'm picking an artist that is known i think but then his his collaborator is definitely known i don't you know yeah, yeah. Just not i, I just want to point out that, that i didn't realize how big this is until now i'm like reading it's like oh and it was also on now 19 yeah this is a massive song <laughs> dude. Like, okay <laughs> i was not aware uh anyway we'll get we'll get to your tune so my tune is by lil dicky do you know lil dicky i i mean the name's sounds familiar but that's about it okay so there's and i'm like really there's a few ways that people would know little dicky the the first way uh was this song oh man what was that song called i don't know was it called like the brain or something or the earth i forget good um, job i know well dicky this is me googling things live so he basically did this like oh yeah it's called earth um was that the first one Man, I can't remember. Do you know anything about this artist? <laughs> I do. I know a lot about them, but just I forget where you gotta they got. You got to pull up the Wikipedia's before. Kind of kind of their their start. So he did this thing called Earth, which is like it's a, usually it's like a 4-minute song, but it's actually like a longer song. Um that one got kind of famous cuz it like featured all these people, but there's another one that he did before it that I'm trying to find that I can't remember. He's from like Philly basically. He's from like outside of Philly. Um so that's kind of cool. He's got a show on FX or FXX, one of those things called Dave, which is like loosely based on his life or like okay, not so loosely based on his life. <clears> I just want to point out that like yeah, I did you talk not know what he looked Googling. like at all. Oh yeah, right? <laughs> because I just pulled up a picture and I'm like, wait, that's him? Yeah, please, but then I was like, oh, that's that guy up. from that show. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, why can I not oh, Wow, the, these are totally connected now. This, yeah. this is, uh, yeah. And it was Earth. 
feature which featured many singers and actors include or is this the the whole song or just the wait a music it video now. it had ariana grande justin bieber ed sheeran sean yeah. mendes kevin hart wiz khalifa charlie peeth leonardo caprio and the connective tissue katie perry there we go um <clears throat> which we'll talk about later there's a thing though that he has before that that's called that's an ep freaky friday no, that was with Chris Brown, which is, it's yeah. funny. I mean, Chris Brown is very problematic, yes. but the song is funny. You know, obviously, like, the concept of Freaky Friday. Yeah, it's where people, like, switch this. bodies or whatever. Yeah. So that's what happens, is that little Dicky white rapper, switches bodies with Chris Brown. Uh, and there's, like, a whole thing, and he's like, wait, I can say this word now or whatever. <laughs> like, no. But it's Chris Brown doing it. It's, like, a whole yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 and yeah. it's also, like, wait, why am I, like, this skinny white dude with, like, a small penis and blah 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 and all this other stuff and he's like that's oh, why shit. he's named I'm little dicky right Brown. yeah that's like the running joke is that he has uh, and again i don't know how much of this is true i've seen the show where he has like some kind of like issue with his genitalia okay you've gotten into weird territory <laughs> well, for that's, us i'm just saying at, at the two tunes podcast i'm just saying where <clears throat> we talk about other things here yes but i'm just saying that's part of the thing on the show i don't know how much of it's real life anyway he had this thing called on brain and it was like this 20 minute song and video thing and whatever and like that kind of blew him up and then the earth thing and all this stuff then he gets a show all these different things uh but this is a song that i think is i'm pretty sure it's based on like a real life situation and stuff it's called molly and it's and it's basically it's an after breakup song kind of thing of like those feelings that you feel when you're when you still have strong feelings for somebody but like you're broken up and you shouldn't you shouldn't contact them okay you can play yeah this is gonna be a tough one too because like with rap songs it's hard because he's gonna say a lot of things you gotta listen to lyrics yeah this is the softest can i pause for one second though the beginning of the video of this is really interesting because it's it's starts like i think before the song actually starts and it's like him and a bunch of dudes and they're all like getting dressed in their tuxedos and stuff and it's like very much oh this is a wedding he's about you're about to see him get married maybe and whatever and then you realize that he's a groomsman in the wedding and then you also then realize that the girl he's talking about is the bride okay so it's kind of like like, jesse's girl oof is that what Jesse's girl is? I mean, Jesse's girl is about like coveting someone else's girlfriend or whatever. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. but it's like, oh no, he's like in the wedding of, I'm guessing like an ex or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's rough. Like that's real rough. So. Gotcha. Now we know. Yeah. But it's about something that's pretty important to me. I don't know if this is a comedy now. No, this is serious. There's some funny lines. That's kind of his shtick. I don't care about you anymore. But I do, what do I do in the rap life? Make a motherfucker choose up in that fight. Make a young couple do something sad like being broke up even though we had life. Fuck it, I don't even know what I could have done. Looking back, thinking that's what I should have done. Wanting you back, but when the fact is I always put you second to rap. I'm not mad that you wouldn't come. And even though I had to move, I ain't move on. Really wish you was a boo, I could prove wrong. But she knows what I'ma do with the new songs. And she know I'm pretty soon when you do it on running the rap game with that lane. Always gotta be up on that train. I like that kind of like getting across like the bar line kind of thing is cool okay i'm starting to pay attention to the uh, the music yeah. the beat yeah. can you pause in just a second yeah. uh, well or there <laughs> i was gonna because it's about to get to the chorus um but this you can kind of you can get a sense of the lyrics and stuff it's just like 
yeah, we were together and now we're not. And like, it sucks. And like, you just kind of like reflecting on that stuff. And, Mm -hmm. but I I like that. The thing I was kind of talking about of like pushing across the, the bar line, like, you know, if we're thinking in terms of measures and stuff, like you kind of tend to stick within two bar, four bar phrases and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But then every now and then you kind of like you keep go. going, going, going across the bar line, across the, the mm-hmm. forum section, which is cool. That's something I was just talking about with a friend of mine the other night about like in, in jazz stuff, especially like an improv student or most people, you kind of get stuck in those same ideas and stuff too. And it's like, no, you can, you can play a five bar phrase. It's cool. Or you can play a three bar phrase or a four bar phrase that starts on bar three of the four, you know, like different things like that. So you don't have to start on one yeah, or end on four. Yeah. But I thought that was, I I like that. He does that kind of stuff. Um, the hook then, which we're going to hear shortly is sung by Brendan Urey of his own fame, but, but, but panic of the disco is where he got his start and still exists in that band. It's Brendan Urey. Yeah. No, I never know when Brendan. it's gonna be Brendan. And I'm sorry It's the hardest rule to follow I really wish that I could call you And again, that's the, the main gist of the thing Like, it sucks I want to call you because you are my person I love you, you know, whatever But like, we're done And Also in the video, Brendan Neary is like the singer of the wedding band at the reception. Nice. And this is just a repeat of the first part of the verse, which is kind of cool because it's like that slightly distorted. Yeah, yeah. And then back in. The auto tune to my microphone thing that he does on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry to spoil the show, Dave. Like, it's it's really great. It's two seasons. The first season is really about like he's out in LA. He's he's trying to make it. And then the second season is like, what happens when you kind of hit a little bit, you get picked up with a label and different stuff. So like, it's, it's really interesting, but he's dating uh, a girl. Her name is Allie in the show, which is Molly is the song Allie. Like you, you figured it's, it's probably based on like a real situation or whatever, but he's dating this girl. She's like a kindergarten teacher or whatever. So he's like trying to be this rapper. Meanwhile, he's got like this, you know sort of mainstream normal girlfriend and stuff and trying to exist in the two worlds and different things and but there's a there's a scene towards the end of the the first season where he like sits down and he has her like sing over this thing and they're just kind of like talking but also singing and it's he's got the autotune thing on and it's kind of cool and then it becomes like this beat that he has later and it's like after spoiler alert again they they break up and stuff and it's it's you know he's referencing that and comes back in the second season so it's called Ali song it's really sad (laughs) if you watch the show this show about this ridiculous rapper with uh we'll say a medical issue and you you find yourself like you know tearing up and stuff watching it so it's kind of cool anyway continue 
but it never could last. Pretty sad when you love got a separate path. Used to read when there's nothing to do, but it's funny doing nothing's never nothing when it's done with you. You know I wanna still talk, even text and call whenever something going on. I be pressing mall up in the phone till I press the X. Stress the next one on best the X, and you'll forget what is best. You the best to me, girl. Always bake me something, and when they ripped off, you replaced my buttons. But don't be pissed off if I hate your husband, 'cause even when I can't say love ya, I love ya. It's the hardest rule to Um, by the way, just full disclosure, I'm like getting teared up listening to this because I've had because <laughs> I'm a big old softy, and like it's reminding me of like s- specific things I've gone through. So I'm gonna let Bo talk now. But <laughs> oh wow, okay, yeah. sorry. No, I'll just like let it go for the 56 seconds. <laughs> no, say what you're gonna say. I wasn't gonna say. Anything. Well, it, the the. Like instead of Brandon Urie, you could have had Patrick Stone. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You could have had any number of people there. Yeah, yeah. and then it's still doing that beginning part. Yeah, again. Yeah, and then chorus. This is his. This is probably his most like accessible single yeah. too because like a lot of the stuff's kind of meta kind of goofy kind of whatever yeah. that's part of the thing he deals with on the show too is it's like what, what's your like is it just this shtick of like you, you're like the goofy whatever you know what I mean like rapping about your member <laughs> trying to be like you know yeah pc about it but like that because that's part of his shtick of like the thing of like oh i've got this thing and i'm a little dicky and he like doesn't look a little he does this mm-hmm. oh i'm showing you the thing that he does mm-hmm. this is like his symbol i gotcha uh and all that stuff but it's like or do you want to be taken seriously or can you somehow straddle the line and and different stuff and even the name of his album that he wants to release is called penith <laughs> like it's based on that but also it's like the zenith and it's like a whole thing yeah there's some there's some very funny and ridiculous moments. There's some very real moments. Like I said, there's some like heartfelt moments and stuff too. So I recommend the show. I recommend listening to more of his stuff. I like I like his voice, I like his flow. Um Yeah, he's good. Yeah. That the brain video is really interesting. Uh the actress that's on it, Taylor Missiak or Mississack, I'm I'm sure I'm butchering her last name. Uh but she she plays Allie in the show. She plays his girlfriend in the show and she's good she's a good actress but there's like legit people in in it like actual like rappers oh, and yeah. stuff that are in it benny blanco who's like an actual like a i mean again he is a real rapper like he is a real thing it's just you, you know what i mean but like when you're on tv like it it's sometimes seemed different. and if that's the only I, way you've known him from or whatever i've never seen it that was me but it reminds me of like um Kirby enthusiasm yeah for sure where I think, isn't that like kind of like this is real, but it's not real? Yeah, he's or like, like the he, he is show. Larry David who created Seinfeld. It, yeah, but it's like a heightened version of yes. his life. So Dave, I'm sure, is exactly that. It's a heightened version of mm-hmm. the thing. Um, Gary Shandling's show was more of a, or the Larry Sanders show, I guess, was yeah. more of a like fictionalized version of things, but it's still pretty much just based on that thing. Yeah, but he he like like in the very first episode of of Dave, he like spits this freestyle in the studio and like impresses some like rapper and it's really good and it's and it's like funny and interesting and there's like those quirky like turns of phrase that become like another thing and it's just he's he's good he's good at what he does yeah so yeah sorry i 
clammed up there for a little bit. Right, right <laughs> and that's okay, man. You get you cry. Cool. And, uh, Anything else? No. All right. I mean, it's my turn now. Yeah. So as as promised, as teased as last <laughs> last week. Reliant K. The debut on this episode <laughs> of Reliant K. Are you a Reliant K fan? Like since this okay. mm-hmm album? Right. Um Okay, so uh me and Reliant K sitting in a tree. No no no. Okay, like uh, so I guess yes. like I discovered or was shown Reliant K through a friend. Uh-huh. Um and that friend was like in like huge Reliant K fan. Yeah. Now Reliant K is originally from Canton, Ohio. Okay. So not and too far from where you grew up. Exactly. Like 20 minutes, uh-huh. not 20 minutes, maybe like an hour. Yeah. Um, and my friend was super into him. Uh-huh. Um, in, is this 2004? Like the one this no, album came out or like post or previous? Pre, previously. Oh. <clears throat> um, cause I met them in 2001. Okay. I mean, technically I knew them like my whole life cause they lived next door to my grandparents. Or, um, and I was friends with their brother. Okay. But, um, so they were into them. Uh, what, what album is it on though? Cause the song was Sadie Hawkins dance. Yeah. That like that, that, that was the, that was the one that was the first one. Yeah. Which I don't remember exactly what album that was off of. Well, okay. That was on the anatomy of the tongue in cheek. Um, which came out in 2001. Okay. So Christian pop punk band, right? Uh-huh. Um, on Goatee Records, which is the record label of DC Talk. Yes. So yet again, we're diving down into Christian land. Uh-huh. Um, and then what was the record? The, the record after that was called Two Lefts Don't Make a Right, But Three Do. Sure. Because it's true. Yeah. Um, which I guess they've they've... Like they're a Christian band that like doesn't like that. You can kind of think that they're the songs are are about Jesus and God. Yeah. But like, what's that thing from from South Park? You just take a love song and instead of saying like baby and girl, whatever, you just, you say, just say Jesus or God. Yeah. 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 Well, they took out that and switched it for yeah. other things. But maybe, 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 maybe uh-huh. you could do that. But then they would also do like cover songs because I'm seeing how like Jefferson Airplane. Yeah. Includes hidden tracks, silly shoes or something. Like they would joke, make that. But then, so um, Two Lefts Don't Make a Right, But Three Do came out in 2003. And then mm hmm uh-huh. came out in 2004. And this is this this album is great. Like start start to finish. I think there's like one bad song, okay. I would say, because I listened to it. I was like, as I was prepping this, because I knew I was going to like, I knew I was going to do what we did last week. And then I'm like, I'm going to do this back, you know, back mm-hmm. to back. We'll, yeah, yeah. we'll have... For in case similar, didn't listen and last then we week. have Reliant K, and and we'll connect those two because yeah. I I really 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 dug this one. Well, just to remind people, or yeah. or in case somebody's popping in because they're like, oh, Reliant K, let me check it out. Uh, similar was a group that you played last week, and they are going on tour with Reliant K or are currently or something. Yeah, um, I don't know exactly. When and that's how starts. you found out about who Semler was, right? Yes. And then you're like, "Oh, I'll play them this week," and then Reliant K. So now we're so all kind of on Instagram. I follow Matt Hoops, who is the guitar player, and okay. sometimes like there's only really two members of, of yeah, Reliant one, K. 
Reliant K anymore, uh-huh. and they're both Matt, Matt Thiessen mm-hmm. and Matt Hoops. Yeah. Matt Hoops, uh, for the past couple of years, besides doing this, uh, created a pedal company called 1981 huh. Inventions. Huh. And uh, he only makes one pedal. Okay. But like he makes them all himself, as far as I know. Because mm-hmm. um, it's just, and he'll just do different variations of this one pedal. Okay. Um, By the and way, it's like a rat clone okay. for anybody who cares. I don't know what that means. It's a pedal. Sure. So I just was like looking through like their members and then they have like the past members section. Oh yeah, there's so many. But one of them was Ethan Luck and I was like, I know that name, Ethan Luck. Clicked on his name, he was in Supertones and Demon Hunter. Oh, you did As well as like a bunch of other bands. Go go, ba- go down to touring members and look at the drummer Wait, and you'll uh, be like, I recognize that name too. Wait, uh, members, blah, 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 blah. Tours and live performances? Yeah. List of Reliant K tours and... The oh, first, is it under band members? It's former touring musicians. Drummer. Oh. Zach Farrow. I don't know that name. He's the drummer for Paramore. Oh. Is he? Yes. Like current? So uh, I don't know if he's current, but he was like... So there were there were two brothers, the Farrow brothers, Josh okay. and, and Zach. Um, I know that they left and then one of them came back. Do you know who I associate as drums for Paramore? At least for uh, a, a the, minute? Yes, I do. Um, um, da, 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 the guy, <laughs> the lead singer slash drummer uh, of yep. that other band. Under Oath, yeah. yeah. Aaron Gillespie. <laughs> he was the touring drummer yeah. for a few tours. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Anyways. Um, so I love this album. And this is like right before I joined the code, mm-hmm. which we'll come into uh, in a little bit. So this is like the the touring cycle of this album, which, as I said, really good start to finish. Just listen to the whole thing. It's great. I yeah. was listening to it yesterday and before recording this and just like singing every word because yeah. I knew them. Um, but my friend, <clears throat> she introduced me to them. And then at some point, like she had tickets to go see them in Cleveland, oh, yeah. but didn't have a ride. Oh. So she's like, I have a ticket. Will you go? Yeah. And I and I went. They weren't headlining. They were like main support. Yeah, I forget who was, but they think the the main the the main the headliners did not do crowd talking well or okay. banter uh-huh. well. I mean, they did, but they didn't understand. I, I, I I'll, I'll explain the situation. Okay. Anyways, so we went there. I just hung out in the back because I'm an old man. Even at the like twenty, yeah, twenty one, whatever. Um. But we went there and it was it was a great show. Like they're a really good band live, and that was probably like two thousand two or three, okay, um, or two thousand one. I don't really know. Um, but the 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 main act, they said something, and like if I say anything to the crowd and want them to respond, what's like the first thing that they're probably gonna say? Like if I ask you, if I ask the audience a, a question, what do you think they're gonna shout? Back Woo! At okay, but like as an answer. Yeah. Yeah, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, now what if I ask, ask a question that the answer is not yeah? <laughs> like, the answer is clearly no. Oh. Like, like if something... Is I was going to say it was, like, more open-ended or something. They're like, well, actually... Um, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, but it's, it, it was a question that should not have Jesus, been answered sorry. with a yeah. Okay. Like, think of, like, do, do you like... And then think of something horrible. Yeah. Do you guys like Hitler? <laughs> exactly. And then they're like, yeah. And then he's like, no. <laughs> it's like, you asked the wrong question. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're not going to get that. Who here <laughs> hates Hitler? Yeah. 
yeah, like right like, that's there. What you, gotta, like, yeah. you you answer Your you ask a question. A off there. You yeah. ask a question that is is going to give you the answer that you like is is a yes answer. Yeah. And like then we, then we laughed at, like right after. That's like that's what I remember from that show uh-huh. is that guy. It's just like you asked the wrong question, dude. <laughs> that's funny. So do you want to know my relationship to Reliant K? What's yours? Uh, I still have more to this. But none. None? Much. Yeah. None? Okay. A band I've always, almost like I feel like I've always known about because okay. I was very much in the Christian pop. And yeah. Especially the punk scene or whatever. But I very, I, I it's even because have, they weren't on Tooth and Nail. Well, that's the thing. So stuff. I have a, my, um, I have a Goatee Records like sampler somewhere that they're probably on. Pro- and probably it's. um City Hockey Dance. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's um but I, so my, my foray into that music was like Michael W. Smith and then who's like very mainstream, like traditional pop kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and then like a DC talk jars of clay and then it didn't take long to get to like MXPX and then I was gone the other way. Okay. But you'd think based on my my pedigree of stuff like well, that maybe that relying k would be like right there but there was always something it's probably too poppy i think yeah. maybe like, even though like, like this album is super even poppy. though i really like poppy stuff and well but yeah. i but i think but there was something i think there was also that whole thing you know i don't think you know looking back on it trying to remember myself from like 20 years ago or whatever but like i think there was a little bit of that like well they were the sellouts they were the what you think they that were just kind Reliant of mainstream guys 18 19 year old me may have okay. or 15 year old me or whatever may have right. thought that a little bit okay um i don't know i don't know i'm trying to like remember why i didn't because i was always aware of them right. and i didn't not like them okay but i just like never ever really took the time to listen i think some of the thing like the like the goofy song titles and album titles and stuff yeah. that may have even though you were into blink 182 <laughs> no nah, not that much though like that actually <laughs> took like a while to kind of get into okay um but 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 you're right even though i do you know like blink 182 but it but then there's a band like goatee hook mm-hmm. whose name is kind of like a silly name and then they have albums called like sumo surprise and banana man and like there's songs about like sumo wrestling and bananas and people dressed as bananas and stuff so like it doesn't my reasoning of any kind doesn't really make sense because even like an mxpx signed to a major and had music videos and different stuff so like none of it makes sense okay but i just never got into them all right so you can continue now yeah so i listened to this band a lot Mm -hmm. and they at like from the so the mm mm-hmm time period is 2004 Mm -hmm. to 2006 just to refresh everybody's memory. Oh, uh, in 2005, mm-hmm. they were on the Warp Tour. Mm. And uh, I was working the Warp Tour that year. I met some really good people there that yeah. year. But uh, I worked it and I would see Reliant K every day. Yeah. And like, then, like, so imagine living in a box truck. I don't want to. And you go to city <laughs> to city to city. I it's horrible. To, yeah. I, don't, I don't want to do it either. Yeah. Um, but like, there would be shower, like you would go and it's like, okay, the shower is here today and the shower is here today. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's also catering and stuff like that. So there was a day, I don't know exactly when, um, that I was not, I, I would not say I was hanging out, but I was definitely waiting for something else uh-huh. in the same room as like the whole band oh, okay. while like one of them was on the phone. Uh-huh. And maybe now that I'm thinking about it, maybe that person who was, who was uh, Matt Theseus. Theseus. Thiessen. and maybe he was on the on the phone with his girlfriend at the time uh-huh. who was katie perry 
Oh, for real? Oh, because she was a Christian singer. Yeah. yeah. So this is like right she before she blew up. Katie Hudson. Yes. Uh, so she he he dated Katie from what like during this time. Which then I'm thinking maybe this song's about her. Mm. But then I'm like, but then there's later on songs that are kind of like weird. Anyways, apparently this is their biggest song like ever. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's huge. It was ne- on now uh 19 because no. i didn't i didn't remember the name i sadie hawkins dance i remembered and i knew this wasn't that obviously yeah, yeah. but then i was like what's the like when i saw you sent me the link and i saw yeah. it was this album and i was like oh what's the song from that and, it's and nice. it was like the first two seconds and then i was like oh it's this song yeah. <laughs> i i love this song like it's so cool and like it's easy to play yeah um it's catchy as all it's get out. so I catchy mean, obviously it's a hit but like yeah but also what's really interesting about Ma- mass Thiessen is the way that he plays guitar because uh-huh. he can also play banjo okay like, really so he's good got the finger picking thing down yeah but like he'll like he was picking with a with a thumb pick but like like strumming it, it was weird like okay. the way to actually like watch him play yeah um on the warp tour every day but anyways that's a lot of talking that's right until what they want i mean it is a (laughs) podcast where you talk yeah so this song's called be my escape it's the second track off this record i don't know called "Mm -hmm." Mm -hmm. which i just like that internet riff do you know you gotta wait you gotta wait man there's things coming (laughs) in like in two seconds uh well after it, it changes so right here the best part So like, there's two guitar parts going off, but like one is, da 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 da, while the other one's like, then he's playing piano. Yeah. He's totally uh, like, he I think he lives in Nashville now. Okay. And is like, singer songwriter guy, producer guy. Yeah, yeah. I I think that he's been like apparently he he wrote for Katy Perry. Okay. Or some of this stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I think he's also friends with other Nashville country famous she people okay well nashville's also becoming oh i mean i'm not like saying more diverse I oh should yeah, say. yeah. Like, it's it's been i'm not saying it's obviously that... like country music city but yeah it it's isn't it music city isn't it like the, the general name for well, it? Music austin. City or whatever it's austin music city i don't know nashville uh, whatever nashville's music they're... city technically but anyway <clears throat> but it's becoming more diverse than just yeah country so yeah can you hear the harmony yet harmony yeah like it's there but it's not. only on certain lines yeah because i'm trying to like think of all the stuff now like here like the the harmonies are there, the back like the doubling is there, but it's yeah. very very faint. Like you can just barely tell with their stuff, yeah. Because the, like it, it gets, and then this verse is different. Right. And then actual like, not like octave harmonies, but like thirds. Yeah. The one thing that always feels. Like it needs more. Like it, like needs... the whole time, not just like the first time. I don't know. Okay, because the first time it's all by itself. Yeah, it just feels like everything kind of drops out. 
it's unsupported. Yeah, yeah. I think there, because the piano yeah. thing is there, maybe it doesn't feel as... Like, it feels like there could be a chord there. Yes, I agree. You know, I something agree. like that. Yeah, maybe not the first time. And in time. this verse, well... Breakdown bridge like, kind of thing. This, yeah, this one's another one. The bass. Yeah. This is a pretty common thing, this, like, breakdown bridge yeah. with, like, the bass, and then the vocals sound like they're coming through, like, a... Whatever. I think like every time that they do something, they like never repeat. Yeah. I mean, th- there's there's the same kind of like the 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 back and forth there. The the back and forth is there, but but like every time that they come to the verse, it's like we can't do the same way. Yeah, yeah. Or like the combinations is like, well, we did that in here. Let's bring mm-hmm. it back, but like in a different like yeah. something else is like all the combinations are different. Yeah. Nothing's ever the same. Yeah, I got you. Uh, and then I just meant that. It's sort of become like a trope of the bridge. Oh yeah, the bridge is dropped down, down, and then the vocals behind like a thing. Like I don't know, yeah, what, yeah. like what you call that distorted specific thing. Or it's it's like what Little Dicky did too. It almost sounds like it's like under not underwater, but yeah, like coming it. through like a like a telephone or something mm-hmm. like a radio. Like yeah, yeah. You, you drop off the high in the low end. Yeah, make it sound like it's through a radio. Yeah, or a telephone. Yeah, as you said again. Um, this, the is the, trope, this is tropes the tropes are tropes because I would say work. that 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 wasn't the bridge. No. No, because okay. like then we're here. The string section. Yeah, but isn't this just like the pre-chorus verse stuff that hits? Bring in the chorus. I don't know. It's easy to sing too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's falsetto, but it's not like crazy high. Like, I can hit it, which I'm yeah. not really, like, that high yeah. of a voice. So, my question I had before we started yeah. is this moment that's coming up a little bit where there's, like, very much a drastic sea change oh, yeah. thing. That would be, I'm assuming there's, like, a single edit version of this that doesn't contain, like, the last 38 seconds of the song I don't or know. so. Like, like the single version of this. I don't yeah. know. I've never, I don't think I've ever heard it on the radio. I mean, I probably did. Or even heard like, oh, here's the single version. Yeah. But yeah, this totally, it, it goes somewhere else. And, and it's cool and it fits. But to me, it's one of those things where I'm like, just make that a song. Yeah. You wasted 38 seconds of a good thing. Not wasted, but you know what I mean? Let me like, see how long this is because we're just about to get there I'm and just, there's 50 seconds. Okay. Left. So almost so a whole minute's a minute. worth yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of stuff. But it's like, again, not that you wasted it, but there's, uh, I think I've mentioned that on this podcast before with different tunes. There's stuff where it's like, that 12 seconds thing that you did could at the end, which is cool. Could thing. be, yeah. Like I want to hear where you go with that. Like take yeah. that and turn that into a thing. But um, I think, so remember how I brought up earlier that like, this is a band that like could talk about Jesus, but maybe doesn't. Uh-huh. I like for the longest time until like maybe yesterday, I was like, Oh, this isn't really about Jesus, mm-hmm. but this is like, okay, here's our song. And it could be about anybody, but this part, this is about God. And Jesus. Yeah. That's what I always thought. So mention there's, he, there's a lyric there is saving not, grace something or by grace by it does not it's not by his grace or anything but it's like by grace we would and it's just like a it's not a phrase that you would use if you weren't yeah a religious person or a mm-hmm. christian person i should say so anyway yeah. anyways here's the the, the coda as mm. well probably is the right term for this yeah because it's the same chord progression yeah 
It's just completely different. Yeah. Like, it sounds like a totally different song. Yeah. It's a little 50 second song. Like you could go into that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So but could like, have, that could have been the bridge. Yeah. But bridge to nothing. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> at Grammarly, at that's what that sounded like. It did, but it's not. It's apparently a song and I don't know why it's playing at all. Anyways. Cool. Well, there was listen. our most mainstream episode ever, probably. Because of your song or because of my song? Because of both. Both okay. artists. Both artists, at all least. Right. Your song and just yeah, both the, artists. Yeah, my song. Are... I don't really consider Reliant K, which, by the way, Reliant K comes from a car. Yeah, as a, Pon- a Plymouth or a Pontiac or something. By the way, I just was curious. Reliant K. Um, and I Googled. K-car. Wait, where is it? I Googled pop punk albums of 2004. Yeah, and it was the first one. <laughs> no, it's not. It's actually not. Um, but American Idiot, Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge, My Chemical <laughs> Romance, Where You Want to Be, Taking Back Sunday, Futures, Jimmy Eat World, uh, Some Simple Plan album that maybe was famous. I don't know. Chuck by Sum 41, not their biggest one, but still. Is a Real Boy by, by Say Anything, Chronicles of Life and Death by Good Charlotte, In Love and Death by The Used, uh, Catalyst, not Thrice. the best album, but has a good song by Thrice. Newfound Glory. Newfound Glory. Uh, Silence of Black and White by Hawthorne Heights. Like These are all certified bangers in yeah. in that that world um plus a bunch of others descendants midtown bowling for soup sugar cult i like their one song yeah uh avril lavigne had an album that year the academy is self-titled that's a good one by the way um yeah by reliant k amber pacific amber pacific senses fail bayside um who else who else who else the matches one i never really listened to under oath only chasing safety um Ashley Simpson autobiography. <laughs> that doesn't count. It's funny that it's on the list. Um, well, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like you think of all these massive albums, all this stuff, and then like also this one. And like, it's kind of cool. Now, some of those bands are Christian related. Under Oath was still technically a Christian band at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that they made, you know, made the jump to the mainstream. And you could say, well, they're like, pretty boys and very poppy and mm-hmm. you know other stuff you know there's lots of things that lead to your success besides just being good and sometimes it's not always that but so i want to point out this i just thought that was interesting that they fell into that so as i said they were on the tour yeah in 2005 yeah 11th annual okay um also released that year the um Warped Tour 2004 compilation they were on the bishop stage which okay. i believe was one of the main stages Sure. But let's see who else was on that stage. Okay. Atreyu. Uh-huh. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the names that like are huge, but yeah. not like, well, they were only on for like a couple days. Yeah. Because Billy Idol was on this. Oh. Yeah. Fall Out Boy. Yep. D- Dillinger Escape Plan. 2005? 2005. I'm trying to think Good of what I, I saw. Hawthorne Heights, My Chemical Romance, uh-huh. Senses Fail, Simple Plan, Store of the Year, yeah. Thrice. They were all on the same stage. Right. Um. I don't know when the, because I've been to... Warped Tour like a bunch of times, handful of times. I'm trying to the the one time wait, that I wait, saw Fall Out Boy, I think was also the time that I saw My Chemical <clears throat> Romance. So I'm wondering if it was that summer. 
maybe. But I didn't see Reliant K. Reliant K was always like the first. Sure. Like they were when they were on the phone, they're like, "Oh yeah, we're like on like at 11." Mm-hmm. Um, As people are like walking in. At and Mike stage, which is probably like the other main stage. Sure. Um, All American Rejects, Avenged Sevenfold, Dropkick Murphys, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matchbook Romance, which was big at that I time. I love Matchbook Romance, by the way. MXPX. Yeah. The Offspring, uh-huh. which actually I do remember them being on there. Yeah. Because it was, yeah, yeah. It's good times. The Transplants. Okay. I never got into them, but yeah. Neither did I. I don't think anyone, because it's like, <laughs> it's like rancid. Ish. Ish. But yeah. It's Tim Armstrong, right? Like Yeah. And somebody else from I, another yeah. thing? Is it like a super group ish kind of thing? Yes. You know what? I'm gonna look it up now because we're Travis Barker didn't play with him, did he? I wanna say they did. <laughs> yeah, Travis Barker. Okay. So Tim Armstrong, Travis Barker, Rob Aston. Who's he who, from? Also known as Skinhead Rob. <laughs> What's he from? Um I think he was like the rapper guy. Oh, okay. And then Kevin Bovana. Um, he's the guitar player for the Interrupters. Oh, okay. Is he? Which one is he though? Because like, there's twins. Oh, I don't know. But so. Oh no, no! I should. There's twins, and then there's their brother, and then oh, one of them is married to Amy, who is the lead singer. So it's basically a family band. Sure. Okay. Um, for the Interrupters, which maybe we should have them on. Sure. Anyways. Yeah. Warped Tour 2005. Great time sleeping sure. in a box. Maybe track. I was there, not sleeping in a box. I track. did see Motion City soundtrack though. Oh, so good. Behind the drummer. Nice. With the song of the do do da do do. Yeah, it was a good time back in the day. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, thanks for listening, folks. Is that all, all right. you got to say, Bo? That's it, man. All right. Find us on Instagram at Two Teens Podcast. Find the discords in the description of the thing, of this, wherever you listen to this. There's a link. You can get to it. Yeah, what's there? Uh, find us on Facebook. And if you can't, let us know by emailing us. Yeah, at, like, share, subscribe. Yeah, email us, twoteenspodcast at gmail.com. I'll send you a, or one of us will send you a generic response. Yeah. That Google tells us to. All right, man. Cool. We'll see you next time. Bye.